Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News, Tuesday, January 24th, 2023. Stand up for your country. And I know I'm getting mail saying it's hard to stand up for your country these days. That's true. No doubt. History goes in cycles, however. All right. And this year, a lot of political changes are going to happen, which is why we're very happy you are watching and listening on the radio. Now we have to deal with more death caused by maniacs. That is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So, in a copycat killing, Half Moon Bay, California, 30 miles south of San Francisco on the coast, 67-year-old Chun-Li Zhao, obviously Chinese, all right, kills, murders seven people. Um, Nobody knows why. He goes to a mushroom farm and a trucking firm and just guns people down. He's in custody. He used a semi-automatic handgun, but the cops won't tell us if this man had it legally or not. Remember, California is the toughest gun laws in the country, but it doesn't matter because no gun laws are going to work. And I'll explain that in a moment. Anyway, um, the gun that he used, uh, it was semi-automatic handgun, all right, as I said. And um, again, it 
is a situation where there are 300 million guns in this country on the streets, more than that, probably. And you can easily make a weapon. So this banning of guns is not going to do anything, even if it happened, which it won't, because it's against the Second Amendment. Now, this um, Half Moon Bay murder comes right on the heels of Saturday's 11 people killed, nine others wounded in a Lunar New Year massacre by a guy named Hu Khan Tran, 72 years old. First guy, 72. Um, the guy in Half Moon Bay is 67. They're elderly Chinese guys. What's up with that? I don't know. All right. And they're killing mostly other Chinese. Although in Half Moon Bay, we don't know the victims yet. Okay, so that obviously Half Moon Bay is a copycat of uh, the terrible things that happened outside of Los Angeles on Saturday. Now, so far this year, 2023, and this is according to the Gun Violence Archive, and that's where we get most of our gun stats, all right, the Gun Violence Archive and from the FBI. So we don't fool around here. We're not taking ideological stats. We're just giving you the truth. So, so far, there have been 39 mass shootings and 70 dead in 24 days. I mean, it's like a war. Now, most of those killed were killed in drug gang shootings. And that's been a constant for the last seven years. Drug gangs just mowing people down. All right, but these two Chinese guys, obviously, this is, these are maniacs, individual maniacs. So it's a two-pronged problem, maniacs and organized drug gangs that are just way off the chart violent. So, um, and by the way, a mass shooting is four victims shot. So again, unbelievable stats, 39 of them so far in 24 days, 70 dead. I <laughs> And, and around the world, you can see what the perception of America is. It's a violent, out-of-control society. That's how they see us. All right, so immediately, Governor Newsom of California says that the Second Amendment is a suicide pact. So Newsom is the top progressive governor in the country. What the progressive left wants it's not just to ban ARs and AKs and all of that rifle. Every gun. Every gun they want to ban. Maybe they would allow hunting rifles. Maybe. But they want to disarm the entire American population, which would leave us defenseless. And it'll never happen, thanks to the Constitution. Never going to happen. Even the liberal judges are ruling in favor of the Second Amendment because it's fairly clear that Americans have a right to protect themselves with firearms. Um, but Newsom doesn't care about that. Uh, the left says this is the solution to gun violence. Ban them all. That is insane and dishonest. All right. So the progressive left doesn't want to solve the problem. They just want Americans to be more powerless. That's a totalitarian thing. Government more powerful, individual citizens less powerful. So you know the big picture. Republican Party didn't want to do anything about this either. They don't 
have any solution. The solution, as I have said time and time and time again, I'm sorry to be repetitive, is to federalize all gun crimes. Take it out of the local jurisdictions because they, many of the local jurisdictions, simply will not enforce the law any longer. So if you walk into a 7-Eleven with a firearm and rob the place and you're caught, you go to a federal court, not New York City, Chicago, L.A. And if you're convicted, you have a mandatory sentence. And it's a harsh sentence. Now, that sends a message to any criminal. You use a firearm, they catch you. All right, it's no longer you're going to walk out. Even if you have an illegal firearm on you and you don't commit a crime with it, it's illegal possession. You go to federal court. And then the law will dictate what the mandatory sentences are. So the judges don't have, let everybody out. Okay. That's the solution to the gun violence problem. It wouldn't eliminate all gun problems. It wouldn't do anything about the loons, about the two Chinese guys. The, uh, they don't care whether guns are federalized or not. But it would take out some of the criminal element. All right. You would see almost immediately if that law were passed by Congress a drastic drop in shootings around the country. But the loons are always going to be there. And we're never going to stop them. And that's just a damn shame, but it's the truth. And they'll always get guns, no matter what you do. Now, let me back this up. All right. First, I'm going to use a soundbite from Mayor Eric Adams of New York City. New York City now is leading the league in gun possessions, largest city in the country. All right. Every two-bit criminal's got a gun in this city. Every. Okay. Here's what Adams said. Go. Then when it comes to guns, this year, 2,386 people were arrested with a gun. Of those, approximately 1,921 are out on the street. Arrested with a gun, out on the street. Gun arrests in custody, 19.5%. Out of custody, over 80%. Over 80% are out on custody. How do you take a gun law seriously when the overwhelming numbers are back on the streets after carrying a gun? Now, that was his best soundbite that he ever made. And the stat that he gave was in August 22. So for the full year 22, gun arrests have got to be over 3,000. I mean, it, it's insane. That's 10 a day. Judges let them out. Albany, the state legislature. No, you know Why? Because most of the people carrying the guns illegally are black, young black males. That's why. If they were white supremacists, you, you would have, they, they'd never see the light of day again. But because the New York State Legislature believes the justice system is racist and unjust, they let everybody walk. And that's what we're looking at. Now, Chicago, we can't even get stats. 
And New York and Chicago have stopped reporting gun crime stats to the FBI. Stop. The FBI can't make them. Justice Department can't make them report. They could say, if you don't report, we're going to cut off some funding, but they'll never do that. Okay? Because these are liberal cities. So we can't even get stats out of uh, Chicago other than 2021, 6,000 people were arrested with weapons in 2021. But we don't know where those people are, what happened to them. We don't know. They, They don't exist. Because the governments of New York City and Chicago know that most of these violent criminals are getting away with it. They're right back on, as Adam said. And Adams can't do anything about it because the state has passed the no bail law. And the district attorneys won't prosecute even gun crimes. So don't give me this banning gun stuff, Newsom, and L.A. is the same thing. Don't give me that when you won't even enforce the law. It's just off the chart frustrating. Let me give you an example of how insane it is. Okay? So there's a rapper, C. Blue, May 2022. All right? Um, He has a gun, a legal gun, and he's menacing. He assaults somebody. The Bronx Supreme Court Justice, Nate Samjay, okay, just dropped it. Just said, I'm not going to prosecute. Okay, and that happens time after time after time after time after time. Thousands of times. Not going to do it. I don't want to do it. All right, now, Chicago, a guy named Christopher Mosley, okay, he's the same thing. All right, so he had uh, a record, a violent record, three counts of aggravated unlawful use of a weapon. It's a felony in Illinois. Charges dropped. No reason. Just dropped them. (laughs) Okay. So you all get the picture, right? All it is ban gun stuff. It means nothing. The Republican Party should get behind the federalization of all gun crimes with mandatories for those who are convicted. That's what the Republican Party should do. But it doesn't. Democratic Party, forget it. We're in this situation of mass murder because of them. Because the cities controlled by the left won't prosecute violent crimes. And that's a memo. Um, Now let's bring in um, a victim's rights person, Jennifer Harrison. Um, comes from Suffolk County, and she is the founder of the Crime Victims Advocacy Group, Victims' Rights New York. So I understand you had a shooting in your neighborhood. That's a suburban neighborhood out in Suffolk uh, just a couple of days ago, right? Actually, last night, as I was emailing back and forth with your producers and getting my son ready for bed at the same time, I heard for the first time in my life, what's that? we thought it was fireworks at first, and then it was like a little more of a pop, pop, pop. Um, across the creek from me, it ended up being a shootout, a drive-by shooting. People were driving by in a car and shooting. I don't know where exactly we're waiting for the police reports, but it was extremely scary. Do you have a gang problem in your suburban neighborhood? We do. I, I actually live in the same community as, uh, as Lee Zeldin. Okay, I know where it is. Um, so this New York insanity now, 
leaves people like you and your son um, vulnerable to violence. And Albany and the governor, Hochul, does, they don't care. Do they care? Do they, have they responded to you? No, they they block me on social media, actually. So, you know, um, if the Speaker of the Assembly, Carl Heasty, has blocked me on all sorts of social media. The Crime Victims Committee, Senator uh, Julia Salazar, who is the chairwoman of the Crime Victims Committee, has blocked me on social media. So that's how much they care about victims in New York. Why did, why, uh, did they block you? Did they give you a reason? There, there is no reason because I call them out on their bad policies on social media and they don't want their electorate or constituency to see their policies. Okay, so you didn't attack them personally or say anything obscene or anything like that? No. Now, in New York, we had an election in November where you had a guy, Lee Zeldin, who you mentioned, who would have reformed this insane, permissive crime situation. Yet he lost to Kathy Hochul, who is responsible for the death of thousands of innocent people. She's directly responsible because she signed the legislation. Okay. So isn't it the fault of New York voters? They're not stepping up to protect themselves. I'm a bit conflicted on that, Bill. I'm glad that you asked that question, though, because I wonder if it is the New York voter themselves that are to blame or if the media is complicit as they continue to cover for these elected officials and, and their bad policies. Well, there's no so doubt about that. We... There's no doubt about the media is complicit. But I think everybody in New York, at least downstate where we are, know the extent of the violence. I mean, you'd have to know it because of the Internet and New York Post um, programs like mine that report it on a regular basis. So, yes, the media covers, but, you know, everybody's got to know how bad it is that they still continue to vote for the politicians that allow it to happen. Well, there are also community leaders that are complicit that that convey the wrong message that Kathy Hochul is their savior and the Democrats are their saviors. And, you know, you mentioned in your in your monologue that, you know, the, the reason for this is that they consider these these, uh, you know, mass incarceration policies, as they call it, racist. But on the other hand, you have to look at who these armed black men are killing, and that's other young black men and black children. So those stats is, are readily. Uh, those stats, Jennifer, are readily available. We've reported them many, many times. 90% of African Americans in New York City voted for Hochul, even though they can see with their own eyes their own brethren shot and dying in the streets. 90% voted for the woman who made that possible. It is, to me, inexplicable. I, I agree. And that's why I formed a political action committee to try and raise awareness to these issues and campaign against uh, po politicians that are implementing dangerous policies like bail reform and raise the age and less is more. Kathy Hochul signed less is more, which was actually written by a convicted gang mem member and murderer, Derek Singletary, knowing that he would be released one day and on parole and that he had already been sent back to prison for violating parole. So I, mean, I call them the merry band of idiots in Albany, and I just hope that people wake up before it's too late. It might already be too late, but ho hopefully we could just pray that we get through. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, New York may be gone. California certainly is. Illinois is. Chicago's gone. Um, New York, I think it could come back, but 
I'm not sure it will. So uh, your group is the Victims Rights New York. They can go online and, and get information about your group, Victims Rights yeah. New York? Yes, it's victimsrightsnypac.com. Okay. Stay safe out there, Jennifer. Thanks for helping us out. We appreciate it. Thank you. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. All right, here is a very interesting political story. So you remember that uh, there was a move in Florida to indoctrinate children, young children, as, as young as five, um, into adult themes about LGBT and all of that. You remember that. So the governor of the state, Ron DeSantis, said, no, passing a law, you can't do it. Uh, and that was in a big, big controversy. Don't say gay law. You all remember that, okay? Disney which does enormous amount of business in Florida, Disney World, came down on the side of the permissive people that want to indoctrinate the children. Okay, DeSantis said, hey, we're giving Disney all these tax breaks to operate Disney World because they employ a lot of people, they bring money into the state. Well, that's going to stop, okay, because Disney's working against the welfare of the children of Florida. And DeSantis followed through, and Disney got hammered, okay? Big, big, big story. Well, 
Um, there's a governor in New Hampshire, Chris Sununu, who I like. I like him. I like his father. I like the, the whole crew up in New Hampshire. He goes on uh, Fox Business yesterday. Roll the tape. We need leadership that holds both sides accountable. And, and this, high, this idea that one party can take higher moral ground on any significant issue or transparency, both sides are blowing it out of Washington, D.C. They well, really what is are. Your problem with uh, Governor, what about, is your problem, Governor DeSantis? Is it the whole woke thing and using the government to force the issue? Or no. What? No, 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 no. Ron, look, Ron's a good governor. Ron and I have very uh, different styles, right? right. Um, I, again, I, I, I do believe I'm, a, I'm from the live for your die state. I believe there is a limit to government. I don't believe in, in telling private businesses what to do. Well, here, Governor Sununu is wrong, because if the private business in your state is hurting the people of your state, you got to tell them they're wrong. And if they keep hurting the people, you've got to sanction them. That's what leadership is. All right. So Governor Sununu, again, a man I respect and I like the way New Hampshire is run, okay, is wrong on this issue. It's his job to protect the children in his state. And if he believes that this woke indoctrination at age five is wrong, then he's got to take action against anybody who is trying to promote it. So Disney had, number one, should have never gotten involved with this. It's not Disney's business to legislate. The only reason they did is because it's full of woke people out in Burbank, California, in their headquarters, and, and they were outraged that the don't say gay. I don't think they even understood the issue. Okay? I mean, I clearly understand it because I taught high school in Florida. I know the landscape. Now, it was a long time ago, but I know the structure. And, and Disney never should have gotten involved. So if I were Governor DeSantis, I would have done exactly the same thing. So I think Sununu was wrong on this, and um, it was an interesting debate caught my attention. All right, Biden's scheduled today. He really didn't do anything as usual. Uh, he's got a reception tonight uh, for the new members of Congress George Santos is not going to the reception because nobody would talk to him. And, you know, I don't know what if he showed up, I don't even know what Biden would do. Would he have him removed? Could. Um, but Santos isn't going. Santos, I give Santos 60 days and then he'll be out of there. It'll be a special election. He's my congressman. This is my district, the third district where I am right now. All right. And we don't need a grifter. All right. No, every American should understand that we if, if you allow that blatant lying to the voters about everything. No, we can't have grifters. So Biden doesn't do anything again today. New poll by Emerson. Emerson is not a good polling agency. It's wrong almost all the time. Um, the question, should President Biden be the Democratic nominee in 24 or rather? see somebody else, 58% of Democrats, this is a Democrat-only poll, say, yes, we want Biden, somebody else 42. So I don't know anybody now that is supporting Biden. All my liberal friends who did support him against Trump, they've bailed on Biden. Okay, they haven't bailed on hating Trump. 
It's always, no, I don't like what Biden's doing, but Trump would have been worse. That's what the mantra is. But then I don't know anybody. Now, maybe they're hiding it from me because they know that I have Biden derangement syndrome, that I might lose it at any moment. But I don't know anybody, any Democrat now, supporting Biden. Is he so bad? He's so terrible at his job. But in this poll, says 58 percent of Democrats think he's doing a good job. They want him. They want more Biden. I don't believe the poll. I think there's a hardcore 40, 45 percent of ideologues, all right, Democratic ideologues and just stupid people. It's a combination. 40, 45 in there that think Biden's okay. Mike Pence says he uh, has classified documents in his Indiana home. Now, this story is really good for me. Okay, so Mike Pence says, oh, I have classified documents, too. So I guess they're all looking. You know, I wonder if Obama's looking because he's got them. I guarantee you he's got them either in his home or in the library to build a big Obama library in Chicago. Um, So this basically Pence says that a lawyer, his lawyer discovered a dozen documents. Okay. This is exactly what I said from the very beginning on this story. None of these guys, Trump, Biden, Pence, and whoever else, knew what was in the boxes when the boxes were packed up, put on a truck, and shipped out from the White House or the old executive office building where the vice president toiled. They didn't know. They didn't look at the documents. It's so obvious. Okay, the story is bogus. Nobody's going to go to jail. I mean, it's embarrassing for Biden because he condemned Trump so heartily on 60 Minutes. And now Biden did the same exact thing and says, oh, I have no regrets. That was a big mistake. Trump doesn't have any regrets either, but that we expect that from Donald Trump. But a sitting president who condemns Trump and then finds out he's doing the same thing and he doesn't have any regrets? Come on. It's ridiculous. It's absurd. So this whole thing is falling apart. The story is, I know they're doing it on talk radio and Fox doing a lot of it. It's going nowhere. What will be interesting to find out is the walkthrough on how this thing evolved and it House committee will do that. All right, they'll bring in the people who pack the boxes and something like that. But it's going nowhere. Okay, this is a story that it caught me by surprise. Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, left wing. Ford Foundation, extremely left wing. Combined, funneled $39 million to China in 2021. Both of those foundations, if you're stupid enough to don't give them money, some of that money went to China and not for humanitarian causes. No, it went to uh, things like the Communist Party's. um, Let's see here. There's a whole list of where it went. Um, Communist agencies and universities that conduct military research got money. Military research um, and other non-charitable things. 
into the medical realm to cover up COVID, I guess. Anyway, this is uh, based on reporting from the Washington Free Beacon. You can go there and see it. It's pretty outrageous. There's no law against it. If you want to donate money to the Communist Party in China, you can. Your money. But that, you know, Bill Gates, is. I, they give a lot of money to good causes, too. So let's be fair. But I think his reputation is shot. I really do. Seattle. Now, Seattle, very permissive left-wing city, right? Okay. Medical examiner's office says, we don't have room for the bodies of drug ODs. We had 385 of them in 2021. Now we have maybe a double, okay? So far, 35 People have died from fentanyl overdoses just this year, 24 days. So they're averaging more than one a day. They don't have any place to put the bodies. And this is the open border thing. Yeah, come on, come on in. Bring as much narcotics as you want. Let's go, come on in. <laughs> Seattle. Um, federal judge in Boston dismissed a lawsuit filed by three people who were working for Whole Foods and they wanted to wear Black Lives Matter regalia, okay, a shirt or a hat or something, Black Lives Matter. Whole Foods smartly said, you can't do that because a lot of people don't like Black Lives Matter and we don't want our employees endorsing any political group. But you can't. Three of them sued, federal judge threw it out in Boston. Well, that's good. That's good. Smart Life. Uh, as you know, we give you Smart Life tips to save you money. So this comes from Donna Gordon, Lexington, Kentucky. And if you have tips, bill at BillOReilly.com, bill at BillOReilly.com. That's how you get me, all right, for everybody. All right, bill at BillOReilly.com. Except concierge members to BillOReilly.com, you have a special way to get to me, right? But everyone else has to go to Bill O'Reilly, Bill at BillOReilly.com. Name in town, please, so we know you're a legitimate person. So Donna says, look, um, here's three ways to save money. Number one, only use the ATM at the bank you have money. If you use other ATMs, you pay three bucks every time. Okay. Um, you should have an, I do this, I do this one day a week where you don't spend any money. It, Donna calls it a no spend day. And I do this and it does, it's not like a Thursday or a Monday. It's just that I designate one day a week where I don't spend anything. All right. I got food in the house that I've already bought. Um, I don't pay any bills that day. I just don't spend anything. Urchins want money now. Come back on Saturday or whatever. So that's if you did that, you'd save some money. You'd find out. You'd save some money. And the final is generic. I just did that. You know, um, they have these uh, commercials where uh, you get these pills for the fruits and vegetables. I mean, they're everywhere, right? Well, they got a, that company where it puts that out. It's a pay. I, it must be $50 million. They've got to be on advertising, right? There's generics for the same, same thing. I just picked them up, they weren't expensive. 
Now, do they work as well as the other ones? I don't know. I don't know. All I know is I can't eat as many vegetables as I'd like to eat because I'm always on the run. So I got the, but the, I, I compared the price. I said, well, geez, this is like 60% less. So generic drugs. Donna, thanks very much for Smart Life. This day in history, January 24th, 1989. You know what happened? Ted Bundy executed. I covered this story extensively when I was working at KMGH-TV in Denver, Colorado. I chased this guy across the country. So let me give you some background on this. Um, He went to uh, the University of Puget Sound Law School. He's a clean-cut guy, okay? Uh, In April 1974, young um, women started disappearing in the Pacific Northwest, all right? In August, Bundy's girlfriend, longtime girlfriend, called the cops and said, you know, um, he's got a hatchet and other stuff. And the cops didn't do anything. Okay. On August 16th, 1975, all right, Bundy is in Utah. And uh, the cops stop him and they find a ski mask, crowbar, ice pick, and handcuffs in his Volkswagen. Okay. But they didn't charge him, they didn't have anything to charge him with. Then he goes um, to Colorado. And he's convicted of aggravated kidnapping, okay? And he's sentenced to 1 to 15 years. So, uh, I'm sorry, that conviction came in Utah, okay? Um, 1 to 15 for aggravated kidnapping. He gets out, and he goes to Aspen, Colorado, where he escapes from jail. They catch him. Then he's still in Pitkin County, and he escapes again from the Pitkin County Courthouse because the authorities of Pitkin County, Aspen, is crazy left. They sympathize with him and let him out. Goes to Florida. I'm chasing him now. I'm ch- after I got through with the Aspen authorities, who I just worked over, I chase him down, and he uh, attacks a sorority house in Tallahassee. Florida State, and he kills uh, two girls, and then he, they didn't get him, and then he kills a 12-year-old girl in Lake City, and finally, everybody's looking for him, they stop him, he's got a stolen car, and they arrest him, okay? So, he copped to 31 murders, Bundy did, and uh, cops say probably killed a lot more. On January 24th, 89, He was served a final meal of steak and eggs and then killed in the electric chair. And now, uh, I don't think there's steak and eggs in hell because that's where he is. Mal, final thought on giving money to your kids coming up. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. 
the Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's get to the mail. Steve Shire, Austin, Texas. Bill, so let's be honest. Anybody with common sense knows Biden doesn't care. Rather than saying over and over, how about this? Name five things that need to happen right now. National Guard at the border. Okay. Moratorium on asylum. Can't file for six months. All right. Suspend the federal gasoline tax. Why do you need the federal gasoline tax? You have the infrastructure bill. Gasoline tax is supposed to go for building roads and stuff. You have the infrastructure bill. Suspend the gas tax. Brings gas prices all down for everybody. All right. Sanction sanctuary cities. No federal aid to sanctuary cities in this country. And proposed legislation that all gun crimes are federal crimes. There you go. There's five. Biden wouldn't do any of them because he doesn't care about solving problems. Sandy Donahue, um, Fletcher, Utah. Bill, your column to do good in this country is interesting. But I have a question. Why was anyone in Joe Biden's house and garage in the first place? What were they looking for? I can't answer that question. Only the congressional committee can get to the root of why Biden decided to put his lawyers to look for documents. I don't know. Nobody knows. Let's find out. Jamie Warner, uh, Kewanee, Illinois. How do they know President Trump had classified documents? Same answer. I don't know how they knew. Although probably somebody dropped a dime on Trump. Somebody who packed up the boxes. That's the most likely thing, but I don't know for sure. Ronald Concierge member, direct access to me. Concierge membership will change your life for the good. Derangement is when belief diverts from facts. Sadly, the facts are, O'Reilly, what you say they are. Joe Biden is deranged. Okay. I still don't want to be unfair. That's the whole thing about that column. I wrote a column on I have Biden derangement syndrome on BillOReilly.com. I don't want to be unfair. You know that. Cascade Charter Township, Michigan. You said Trump was defiant in not cooperating with the National Archives. After Mar-a-Lago was raided, the Trump Organization said it had been cooperating and negotiating. Was that spin? Look, I don't know the extent of what the Trump Organization was doing with the National Archive people. I don't know. Again, this will all be clarified, I hope, by the committees. David, concierge member, thank you for reading Ronald Reagan's letter about the press. Good reminder that whether it was Sam Donaldson or Dan Rather or whoever, the difference between Reagan and Donald Trump was that Reagan knew how to deftly handle antagonists. I would agree with that. I I think that Trump would do well to watch how Reagan handled his critics. Victoria Wagner, Naperville, Illinois. Can you give us insight on the website, The Guardian, far left? Guardian is far left. I don't bother with it. 
not worth anybody's time. Uh, Renton Rolf, Novato, California. Thanks for your smart money tip. I got $1,500 from the Treasury of North Carolina. There you go. Missingmoney.com. Missingmoney.com. And financial tips continue on BillOReilly.com's store. Big sale. You can get the United States of Trump and Killing Crazy Horse for $12.95. Two of my books, and boy, you'll like them both. $12.95. That's a great deal. And signed photos of Holly and me, all the Christmas ornaments and, uh, you know, all stuff like that. We've marked it down drastically. And we have the brand new no-spin polos for spring and summer. They are in. Get them because they will sell out. Beautiful shirts. you love them. Word of the day, no twaddle. T-W-A-D-D-L-E when writing to us. Back with a final thought in a moment. Okay, here is the final thought of the day. You may have heard that Marie Osmond says she's not leaving any money to her urchins when she dies. Roll the tape. I don't know anybody who, who becomes anything if they're just handed money. To me, the greatest gift you can give your child is a passion to search out who they are inside and to work. Okay, so I disagree with uh, Marie Osmond. Gene Simmons of the group KISS, the same thing, not leaving any money. So a father's duty is to love and support his children. That's primary number one, love and support. Give them what they need to grow up. Second, though, in line is to protect. You got to protect your children. So if that doesn't stop at the grave, this is a complicated world. It's getting more difficult to succeed, number one, and to pay the bills. Medical bills, lawsuits are crazy out of control. This country is not the way it was when Marie Osmond was born, when Bill O'Reilly was born. It is a dangerous place in many for many people. I want my children to be protected, all right? So therefore, I am leaving them some assets. Now, the assets are regulated. I'm just not giving them cash. They're regulated, you know, because I have a certain estate that I have to basically uh, run. So it's regulated. Now, if your children are disrespectful, if they're ne'er-do-wells, if they're lawbreakers, if they're not capable of handling money in a responsible way, you have no obligation to give them anything. That's your judgment as a parent. But my kids are good kids, essentially. And uh, I'm training, I've trained them to be responsible. So I'm going to help them after I'm gone. I think it's the right thing to do. Thank you for watching and listening to the No Spin News. We'll see you tomorrow. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for 10,000 or 10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you 
and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you.